Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. And just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, thank you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show uh, with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin with my co-host Meals. What's going on, Meals? What's popping? Um, listen. Uh, first of all, gotta talk. I don't know why I did the. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what I feel, you know what? After last week's episode, I feel really, really good. Yeah, last week's episode was was uh, one of our most popular episodes. I, I it's think an all timer. I would yeah, think it's an all timer. I, I think just since fifty, we've just been on a, on a roll, and um, yeah. this is kind of like a not like you should turn the show off, but this is this is kind of like a chill, <laughs> you know, like a, a, ch- a chill episode. No guests, we, nothing super special today. We're just gonna talk wrestling today. But um, last week we had Alexis Littlefoot on. And she was just the realest. I, she was I the know. realest in the room. I mean, I, 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 man, just everything that she said and people just responding to it. We got a great, a lot of great feedback from that episode. Um, people, some people, you know what, didn't fully agree with some of the things that she said, but they did respect how actually real she was in terms of just saying the things that she said. So, um, I thought it, last week's episode was fucking amazing. If you have not checked it out, please go mm-hmm. check out last week's episode. I mean, yeah, Crown Jewel already. No, actually, um, Evolution already happened, so you have that. But we talk about just so much stuff that it's just. Yeah. I, I think it's just great content in general. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it was absolutely an incredible uh, episode. We just had a really a bunch of really great, you know, episodes just in a row. Where I, I feel like we're hitting a stride you know right how are how are you doing in the middle of moving <laughs> oh man i i've in this past week i've had a cracked tooth that's what was wrong with me last week um <laughs> i've had a cracked tooth i've moved i've had a cracked tooth so i've started a new job so mm-hmm. it's just been whirlwind this whole month has been whirlwind uh i think by next week it's going to slow down again so um, very, very excited for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, right. well, listen, and it's going to slow down. Not to yeah. mention, um, holiday season is coming up. I mean, after Halloween, we got to look forward to Thanksgiving and Christmas and all no, that other that. stuff. I, I, I went to Target the other day. They skipped Thanksgiving altogether. They're straight there. They have Christmas. Oh, Christmas. they're going straight to Christmas? Yeah, they said fuck I mean, Christmas is way more bankable than Thanksgiving, so I don't even blame them. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving, you could really get off something in like, you know, a, a week. It's really for food and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah, Christmas. All right. You know what? And, and I'm sure if I go in the Herald Square Macy's in New York City, they're going to be playing Mariah Carey mm-hmm. all, all, all day. So, you know, sure. it is what it is. 
but uh, let's let's get into the show, man. We we got we got a lot to talk about. Um, this, this episode in, in particular, I want to touch on something on No Holds Barred this week, and that is NXT Talk. That's a show that we don't we don't spend a lot of time on. We usually talk about it if there's there's huge things happening, but I'd say that these past two weeks in NXT or these past week in NXT has been pretty big, huh? I think it's been, you know, the the who done it with. Um, who managed to get Alistair Black out the paint and now he's returned. <laughs> and the reveal last week, Wednesday, that it was Johnny Gargano. Yes. And I, I think a lot of people were um, kind of confused with that. I think the NXT social accounts have made it blatantly clear that it was Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, You know, some people still think it's a swerve. I'm like, nah, I, I don't think there's anything to come out of that. Deep. You know what? I haven't seen a good like swerve swerve since really the Russo era. Mm-hmm. Like a swerve that's just like um something that makes sense and then adding in something that completely doesn't support the fact at all, like Rikishi somehow running over <laughs> Stone Cold. Like nothing a swerve of that magnitude. So I don't think we can expect that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting sort of thinking about this way, especially how Johnny Gargano is and like it's kind of supporting everything that Tommaso Ciampa has kind of, you know, really been preaching over the, so it's kind of, it's, it's weird because it's making the hero that we all want to see win become yeah. deeper and deeper into the villain. And I'm interested in seeing how this will play out for the next few months. Yeah, I, I am too. Uh, I, I think immediately. And, and I mean, I just think that the storyline itself has been excellently built up. I think just from having a two month, you know, this is a tape show. So mm-hmm. we've had to wait for two, two and a half, three months for the reveal. I know a lot of people or a couple of people are probably upset. And I say, like, who else could it have been? I, I just really don't like no one else. You don't make a guy this. You don't you don't introduce a guy as this because then that guy has to lose. You know, like right. ultimately, ultimately, Alistair has to get his comeuppance, whether he's chasing Johnny or, um, you know, he, he beats Johnny. But I think ultimately it's it's. It was the best move they could have made. I think it's going to make way for what I've been saying should happen for a while. I think what the money, you know, the real money program is to have Alistair and Velveteen team up. Ooh. Huh. And I and I saw that they were, you know, spreading these seeds for this type of program when Velveteen went for the title. And I said, okay, they're definitely going to do it. Because that handshake, that team up, that's going to be big, the biggest thing in NXT in years to me. Well, all right. So here's what we have. And, and I'll say this and I'll, and I'll raise you that. Um, announced um, sometime earlier this month, probably before we actually recorded the last episode, there is going to be an NXT tag team match of epic proportions at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It will feature the Undisputed Era and Tommaso Ciampa. So that's all four members of the Undisputed Era. That means Bobby Fish is back in the fold. Yes, sir. Um, which I think he had a he had a great showing on NXT last week as well. I mean, even just you know the, putting the stomps to EC3, or maybe that was the week before. But he looks to be like really back in like prime form. Yeah, it was last week because the uh, the EC3 thing was to write him off so that it couldn't have been him. I think a lot of people were thinking it was him, and I and I like that they did that because it's like he can't be a guy that's not on the show, right? Um, the undisputed Aaron Tommaso Ciampa versus the team of Johnny Gargano, um, Alistair Black, the Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. Dunn, and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's just I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm there just to see that match. Honestly, I'm really considering very strongly buying these tickets. Like it's so crazy. You should, uh, but it's a it's. It, just that sort of. I mean, we have that coming up in a few months. I'm assuming. We might we might see this Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream collab you know <laughs> collaboration uh, <laughs> tag team coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I I'm I'm completely with that. I think Evil DIY versus Black and um, Black and Dream that lets the NXT title rest for a second and makes um it makes Tommaso not a transitional champion because I've always felt like that was something that wasn't going to last very long for him. And I think you have them hold it till January. I, I don't know if the, you hold it till Mania weekend, but I think you do that until the January one uh, in Phoenix, January takeover in Phoenix. And that's that's money right there. And I, I, I'm i a little less 
convinced Alistair will be getting the belt back, but I'm more convinced that this is the program going forward and black or and dream is going to be firmly entrenched into the top tier at that point. I really hope so. I think he sort of deserved it. I think um, it, it's, it's, you know, he's been, he's been wrestling a little bit on the Indies, but it's rare to have like one of these actual WWE development, developmental guys, someone who came through the system, someone who came up through the system, someone who learned, you know, a lot. And I, and, and I stress again that I'm very aware that, you know, Velveteen had a brief stint on the Indi- independence as well. And also learned yeah. wrestling as well but it's very rare you get these like wwe product stars mm-hmm. um usually it's the the guy from outside who comes in with the namesake and popularity become rises to the top but you know i'm, I'm interested in seeing you know if, if velveteen dream can be really be the one who captures the nxc championship absolutely i and i i think that it's also well deserved um and this will give him the type of experience that he needs so to speak um I, I think the hanging with these three guys, you can't go, you can't go wrong. I, I think Alistair absolutely made Lars a better wrestler from their, you know, their program together. And, you know, I'm just really excited to see if they, if they really go through with it, but I think, you know, and I think it'll instill a leadership quality within him as well. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and it's someone who, you know, it's not all about the performance of yourself during these matches, but it's how well you can bring up your opponent as well or how well, you know. So I, th- I think that's also when you put Velveteen into that sort of, you know, upper echelon of the of NXT, I think that becomes, you know, a little bit part of it as well. But, yeah, I mean, NXT is looking great. Um, gosh, is there anything that we have to look forward to on, you know? Yeah, uh, Matt Riddle this week. Matt Riddle will he will be debuting on NXT TV. I'm guessing this is going to be the start to the Cassius Ono program. Uh, and the TakeOver War Games card is starting to kind of build out. Um, and we'll talk about the the women's match in a, in a f- few minutes. But it's looking like it's going to be the War Games match, which is uh, the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne uh, and the War Raiders. And there's one more. There's one more. Who's who's the last one? Um, 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 Ricochet, right? It's got to be Ricochet. Well, they haven't announced it yet, so if I get it wrong, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's looking like it's going to be Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano, for sure, at this point. And uh, it's looking Velveteen, Tommaso, and Cassius Ono, Matt Riddle. So that's that's a crazy card, bro. That is that is a Los Angeles-level card. Listen, and you better hope to be there. I, I'm hoping you're there. You better be there. How about I, that? I, bro, I, I, I'm I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be going home. I haven't gone home in two years. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest card in history. Yeah, I know. It's a, But you know what? It is what it is. You got to go home sometimes. You got to go home, bro. I got to go home. Sorry, man. But uh, Virginia needs you. <laughs> I haven't been home in two years, bro. I got to go home, dog. It's, my, mom misses me. You. <laughs> my mom misses me. My sister misses me. I got to do it. Uh, next up on the, on the slate this week, John Cena says, fuck off to Crown Jewel. Uh, he is not on the show. They wrote him Burn off. That up. They, they wrote him off so lazily on Raw this week. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about? <laughs> how do you he feel sure about? And then, and then after that, a uh, new video came out on the blast of John Cena basically saying he's fine with not working the full time schedule. He's lost twenty pounds. He's grew his hair out. He feels healthy. Um, is this is this the beginning of really John Cena kind of riding off into the sunset? We only see him like maybe once a year, or maybe we don't see him in twenty nineteen at all. You know, I think this is the start of John Cena prioritizing um, a career. Well, yeah, in terms of just writing off, prioritizing his career potentially post-WWE over what's going on right now. Because there is under no situation, I don't even think 10 years ago, you could have got John Cena off of the show, even if this sort of situation happened. Um, Because he's so dedicated, he's so steadfast in terms of being the guy and supporting the company and being the company guy and, 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 and all of that. But I think with the Saudi Arabia thing, um, with that sort of issues, it brings up a lot of it brings up a very compromising situation for the WWE. And 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 shortly after our show last week, they announced, yes, we're still going to Saudi Arabia due to business fulfillments, mm-hmm. um, despite everything that sort of happened. But I think with John Cena, it it affects more of his potential movie career, in my opinion. Um 
just being, you know, aligned with that. And then I also think he just doesn't agree to it at all. He yeah. just doesn't want to go. I think there's yeah. a large part of, I think more so than the movie thing, a large part of it is like, I'm not going. Like, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't think this is right. I'm not going. And I'm sure WWE is just like, okay, all right. Listen. <laughs> He's not going to, they're not, what are they going to do? Uh, bury him? <laughs> like, can't do shit to him. And I'm sure that's what John and, and, and Brian are on the phone. Like, what are they going to do? Fire me? Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, I'm John. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of, um crown jewel i said this last week um and i i still remain uh steadfast in this i really am not looking at this show especially now after smackdown i'm not looking at this show um well, it's, not much as, of a- it's not much of a show you're right um i am not i don't think we should touch on this show very much uh, it's pretty much a three match show at this point um with, yeah. with the tournament with the tournament in between um Let's just kind of touch the card really quick and just get over this. I'm really, I'm really ready for the show to be over. I'm, um, I am too. I only say that because I feel like, especially considering the Raw and SmackDown shows this week and what we got from them, um, I think Crown Jewel is really holding up what everyone's anticipating, which is Survivor Series this year. Yeah. Um, a lot of the programs need to be wrapped up at you know Crown Jewel before we can go on to Survivor Series, especially when it comes down to championship matches. Um, this world tournament, um, it's just whatever. It's really, you know, yeah. it's just something for the show. And this DX and Brothers of Destruction thing, everyone's kind of hoping they just leave all four of them in Saudi Arabia at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's talk about the card, really. Yeah. Um, first up, uh, the the world the World Cup tournament. Uh, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Kurt Angle, Dolph Ziggler, Jeff Hardy, The Miz, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton. Uh, was said on SmackDown that if a SmackDown guy loses the finals, he'll be fired from Shane McMahon. I'm not sure. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not sure why. And we'll get to this on SmackDown too. It's it just seems like him and Paige aren't in the same room or in no. the same area at all. Um, <laughs> not sure. Not sure what like the, the season of Martin. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. <laughs> and um, but I mean, we'll, I guess we'll figure out that stipulation when it comes. But who do you think is going to win this? Um, a SmackDown guy has to win this at this point. At this point, I guess a SmackDown guy has to win it. I'm gonna go and say that Jeff Hardy wins. I'll say Orton because I think that there's a natural feud there with Orton and Shane. Hmm. If that's what, and, and it's like you keep Orton away from the title picture and anything else. Because the thing is, the only I feel like the only person you'd have him face is Ray. I think he's earmarked for two feuds. Right. Coming out of this, and I don't think Orton is one of them, and and Nakamura, who's a heel too, and Orton has stayed away from him sp- specifically right. in the past three months. So I'll, I'll go with Randy Orton. I think I'm gonna go with Jeff Hardy, but I, you know, this entire tournament itself, <clears throat> I guess it's just supposed to be fun. I'm not really supposed to yeah. like it. Um, or or you have Orton lose, and that you can still get to the feud that way with Shane. <laughs> I'm good on Orton, and well, you know what? I, I don't want to say that because um, Orton's been in his very sickle mode as of late. Um, Shane McMahon's, you know, hasn't really f- dived off anything in quite some time. It's been a recount on probably like six months since he dived off anything. Yeah, um, maybe it's something that we have to look forward to, but it'll be interesting. To, to, I'll say, um, since we're talking about that now, the stipulation of the SmackDown guy who makes it to the finals and doesn't win gets fired. To me, I'm losing on purpose. (laughs) I'm just like, listen. uh, Don't play my my money like that. Everyone has kids. What are you doing? (laughs) Play my money like that. The best SmackDown person in the world will get fired. Mm -hmm. That's a possibility. As motivation. And you know what? I... It's, it's it's similar to something that was done actually last year with Stephanie McMahon, but I, I'd never support these sort of weird stipulations that seem to be more detrimental than actually forward. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, what what else is going on? Um, you got the see. bar versus the new day. Yeah, bar versus the new day. Um, it seems like a like a, like a mulligan it's <laughs> to a, me. Yeah, it's a, you know, by the books. Uh, 
SmackDown tag team match. There's like five SmackDown tag teams. New Day yeah. has faced multiple yeah. times. Uh, I, let, let them rock. Um, I'm cool. With it, to the other bludgeon returns. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool with, uh, I'm cool with this. Uh, I think the bar is going to win. Um, uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. We'll get to that on SmackDown, but yeah, that is a match now. Yeah, that's uh, a match. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we, it's, <laughs> we'll talk you know, like, about this show. You're just like whatever. It's just, yeah, I, I really, I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I can't muster. And then like the news that Hulk Hogan is going to be showing up on it. It's like y'all just go to Saudi Arabia to just do fucked up shit. I guess that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to pick a... a, You know what? I'm just going to go with AJ Styles because whatever. It's clearly Samoa Joe's the substitute, but we'll get to that on SmackDown. I'll go to Joe just because it's lit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Imagine Joe wins on a show no one watches. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) On the show where they just do fucked up shit. Um, And then uh, you got... Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar uh, for the Universal Championship. I'm sure Braun's going to win this. I'm not. I know they're not going back to Brock this early. Um, and then the Brothers of Destruction versus DX. I do not care. Don't care. Listen, don't, I don't care. care. I do not care. Um, but you know what? I'll be impressed if Shawn Michaels is out here doing his thing. Like he never, you know, left. Mm-hmm. I'd be impressed with that, even though he's like fifty something years old. I'm not sure if he's still doing kip ups, but if he manages to do one, I'm not. I'm, you know, he I'll looks in shape. He, I think he looks he, he looks more in shape than uh, Kane and Undertaker do with those fucking yeah. beer guts. I mean, he looks in shape, but the bones—that's a different thing, man. <laughs> the bones are probably rattling right now, man. Come absolutely, absolutely. He does the, you know, he does the the his taunt that he does when he reaches the ring and does the flex shit. You don't know how many things are cracking when he does that. Like, come on. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the YouTube. I'll watch it via YouTube. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not watching. I'm pretty sure that match is going to be 50 minutes, so they can, <laughs> they can miss me with that. Um, but I got the uh, – before we get into the shows this week, I have to do a congratulations in there. You know, congratulations are in order, rather, uh, for the Street Profits and Fabian Eichner. The Street Profits uh, – uh, and Fabian went to Evolve last weekend, and they, sh- they won the tag team titles and the big title, the the uh, Evolve World Championship, uh, respectively. That's I huge. Did not recognize Fabian Eichner from. <laughs> <I was laughs> he had like, new gear. He had new gear on. He had new gear. He had hair from the last time I saw him. Um, he's a listen. I think he's someone who's actually been impressive on NXT, but hasn't had a chance to showcase himself because. NXT is pretty much an hour show. They're building towards something every four weeks. There's no time to really focus on these new guys, but I do think he's been incredibly impressive. He was in the um, Cruiserweight Classic, but he was eliminated pretty early. He's been yeah. featured on NXT from time to time. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, yeah, I'm happy. And and the Street Profits, too. I mean, you look at Angelo Dawkins, who's been in WWE for God knows how long now. Yeah. Uh, and... Him just being able, I think, you know what? I think this is great because it establishes tag teams in NXT without having them muddy up sort of the tag team championship sort of thing going on right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously they're not, uh, they're not a, um, a focus here on the show right now, right now, you know, because there's only so many things you can do. Um, but I, Go ahead. Tag team champions. You can say, like, listen, this is a formidable tag team. These are someone who won the Evolve Tag Team Championship just a, you know, just a few months ago. And yeah. they're really coming together as a tag team. Like it's and, a it, it, Evolve it's, is known as Evolve is known as kind of like the workhorse um promotion too. Mm. So you can give these, you can give these, you know, give these guys a, a and the thing is here's the thing, like New Japan does excursions. WWE literally never sends their stars anywhere else. No. So this is this is good for for um you know learning for for all of them. <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean quite frankly, all of this is surprising. All of this is welcome. All of this help, continues to help the sort of environment and the ecosystem of professional wrestling, especially like with Evolve. You never know where this could sort of come from in the future. This is this is just all very very good. I mean it's a congratulations to the Street Profits. Quite frankly, it's a it's. It's well amazing. deserved. 
Yeah. Well, des- well deserved. I I think that you don't have these guys just wrestling the mighty every week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, come on, they are. I mean, I'm sure in like two weeks they're gonna wrestle the mighty again. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? They do wrestle the mighty next week on NXT. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you, these are guys that they 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 need to be moving up quick, and and you got to put them in position. And I think that this is a great idea for from the guys at NXT and Gabe Sapolsky from Evolve to do that. And right. I can't wait to see what happens next month because Shane Strickland and uh, Montez Ford will actually have a one on one match. Oh, which, which should be incredible because that will give that. I think they they see so much in Montez that they would give him that match, and I think that's wow. incredible. The blackest main event in the country. Oh, bruh. Shane is a Shane's a former Evolve champion, and also listen, there it is. There it is. It's, this is uh, good both sides. Let's talk about something positive, and that is WWE Evolution. Did you did you like the show? Did you think that it was a uh, think it was a good show? I like the show. I like the show for the most part. Um, oh, what do you mean for the most part? For the most part, I didn't like the battle royal. I was just not. I mean, some there are some aspects of it that were cool, um, but overall, I just didn't like the battle royal. I didn't even like who won. I was just like, all right, this is what we're doing with. But um, I think for the most part, it ended up being a show <clears throat> that, to me, going in didn't feel like it had you know just due of attention. But when you really got to those like very the high profile match with like Charlotte and Becky, which to me should have closed the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should have closed the show. I think just from the reaction, just from the moments created, just from the extreme emotion, vitriol, the, it's, it was a really, it's quite possibly the most brutal women's match we've ever had in WWE, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, I, and, and Charlotte almost broke her back. <laughs> turn, and, and turn that up for Charlotte having two match of the year contenders in 2018 and then like taking a couple months off <laughs> between oh, all of them. taking a couple months off to like <laughs> that is hilarious um listen so i i so um let's let me look look at the card again. yeah let's run down the card a little bit because we started off they started off with the with the tag team match between trish and lita versus um i was thinking of alexis i was thinking of alexis this whole time Oh my God! <laughs> Versus uh, Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Yeah, um, I can hear you playing in the background. Um, no, I, 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 that was my Alexa that just turned on because I said Alexa's name. Oh, okay. Alexa, pause. Look at That's you. how you turn it off. The future. <laughs> um, I my Alexa plays rain sounds when I go to sleep at night. You know what? <laughs> All for you, my guy. Come on. I need I need peace when I go to sleep, man. Listen, <laughs> what tumultuous life are you living? <laughs> this is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Um, I really um, I really like the tag match. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I thought it was really enjoyable with all the callbacks. Yeah, me too. I thought it was incredible. Um, there was a post-match sort of thing where I think both Mickey and Alicia Fox got very, very emotional because Alicia Fox called this probably the highest profile match of her career to this point. Yeah. And someone who's like 10 plus years now in the business and she's known as the longest woman, you know, the longest tenured female competitor on the roster. Other than probably Stephanie McMahon, she is probably mm-hmm. in the history of the E. Um so it's kind of it, it, it's great to see that it's great to see Mickey James, who's had you know history both Trish and Lita get back in the ring and do her thing there. It was great to see Trish and Lita, I mean, quite honestly, look just as good as they did in two thousand seven, two thousand six when they retired. Yeah, um, it was a it was a great match, and and even just you know the. You know what? I won't go into Raw. Let's we'll talk about Raw. Yeah, let's 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 quickly go through this. Battle Royal was cool. Battle Royal um, was cool. Um, love a cu- couple callbacks. Yeah. Um, I love the Oscar Ember uh, back and forth. I love that. I love that Ivory stayed a long time. I just yeah. thought that was very cool for Ivory. Yeah, because she uh, got like sent out unceremoniously. Um, yeah. In at the Rumble. She was at the Rumble. I mean, no, no, she wasn't the Rumble. She wasn't, was she? No, she wasn't at the Rumble. She I think she. You know what? This is arguably considering that we haven't seen her wrestle since like in the WWE since like 2004. 
and her getting in the ring still being in sort of really great shape, yeah. still be, um, being able to last as long as that she did. She There was also a post-interview with her where she just seemed grateful. They asked her, like, hey, who are you a fan of in that ring? She's like, I'm a fan of everyone, and I look up to all of them because they're both incredible athletes. And she's always been someone who's just been a very high supporter of the women, um, understand that women can do everything women that should get more time even her in her time in wwe so it, should, it was great seeing her there um so kelly kelly always fine to me in my opinion always fine always um, one of the finest always one of the finest <laughs> um it's just michelle mccool and tori wilson and everyone sort of that it was a great it was a great battle royal nia Jax ended up taking home the victory which um sets her up for another nia Jax versus ronda rousey feud in the future um are you looking forward to that um would you, have been, would you have been more intrigued by an amber moon ronda rousey feud yes but i understand why they had to go back to it there was no finish last time um mm. and they had to get the belt off of alexa right. and um so i understand it i think we'll get there next year but I, I think you gotta get that title off Ronda sooner than later. I, I do believe, and, and I guess we'll talk about it in the coming weeks uh, leading up to the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's kind of she's good for visibility of the division, but bad for the actual competitiveness of it. In my right. opinion, right now, I think it's, we're running into the Oscar problem with her, but quicker because yeah, this is I, it's not a, it's not a tape show. And and there isn't a lot of options for the women, quite frankly. I mean, there's one women's championship on each brand, and Ronda takes it. So essentially, you have the entire Raw women's division at a standstill as she's feuding with whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, it just becomes sort of an issue there. I think, honestly, I don't know. I feel like, would it be a failure? Or not a failure, but would it, because failure is a very triggering word. Would it be... If if Ronda suffers her first loss within her first year of being in WWE, I don't know how that necessarily looks. Well, I I um, you don't have her lose. You put her in a triple threat. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you put her in a triple threat with like Ember, Nia, and have Ember win, and then have that spin off, and then have her go to Charlotte. Um, you don't have to pin her. You could do like the Oscar shit where right, you just, right. it's a bunch of um. A bunch of smoke and mirrors. I don't think she's gonna lose. I do think she needs to get that belt off her though, because okay. I think it's. I don't. I don't know if I'm a hot take here. I don't know if I don't know if I like her with it. <laughs> with the belt, um, she lacks the the hunger. I think if she had the belt and was an asshole, yeah, uh, it would be much better. But I think. I think just the entire story leading up to her winning the belt was the hunger and just the, you know, the growth. And by holding the championship, this is like pretty much, I don't want to say it assumes that you've grown already, but it's, you've reached a high level in the WWE. It is very, the the progression and the development that, you know, that's part of the story in terms of just like coming in the WWE and making a name for yourself and do that. It's kind of all lost when you have the championship. Yeah. Because now the, you're now the guy or the gal and um you know it takes away from it i think if she was a jerk um it would be a whole lot better um but we'll see how that goes maybe she turns heel next year who knows <laughs> yeah i i think she does i think i think you you have to kind of like double turn her and charlotte if that's what they're going to do with the ladies coming up i mean with the ladies what's going on in nxt right now things may be hinting towards a you know a ronda rousey heel turn sometime mania around mania season maybe who knows yeah i i'd be i'd be maybe all in earlier i'd be all in on that <laughs> i'd be all in on that uh, it looks it, 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 it i mean it, it worked for for me but um eo eo shirai and tony storm i like I, that match but i thought it didn't go as long as it should have yeah it was a sprint and i understand when you once you watch the show you understand why um, I thought that for a 10 minute match, they got their shit in and it looked good. And EO killed herself to get Tony over. And I really enjoyed that. I think Tony could be as big as Sasha in Charlotte. And I think we saw that on an evolution. You know, I think she, the only thing that stops me from saying that is sort of the character of Tony storm, 
that I don't think we've really gotten. I think we're all invested in the look of Tony and just the ability of her. But when it comes down to connecting with sort of a character and a distinct personality, I don't know if she's fully there yet. But she, considering for the last two years we've known her in WWE, she's been in tournaments. Mm-hmm. And all we've got from her tournaments, and this is my name, I'm Tony Storm, I do this, I'm from, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we we don't really get the sort of background story. I think if she if we go to a television show, which I mean she is featured on NXT UK, um we can get that sort of extra layer. Oh, we that, definitely are. We, we definitely are. I think they had to have her win this in order to get that. Oh yeah. I mean but we're here. Um it's I'm just interested in where they go from here at Tony Storm, quite frankly. It's like I, she, you win the May Young Classic and then what? The winner of the May Young Classic last year got a women's championship match, but I don't think it's the same for this year. So it's kind of like, and then what? I think that you they should not air her losing the, the um, title tournament to Rhea Ripley. I think they should keep that off of those shows because mm. she, she did face her in the finals. If they have her do that and have it be the May Young Classic match as far as the tapings go, I think that's a mistake. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they should do that. I think it'd be that'd be a bad idea. Um, um, you know what? It's a because Ray Ripley didn't actually lose to Tony Storm, so it, you kind of get a little argument of just like, but I'm still better than you. You didn't mm-hmm. beat me in the tournament, you know? Um, or did she? Who beat? No, I'll beat. No, I'll I'll be real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like you know, I I can I can see how they sort of maneuver it, but considering these are taped months ago and <laughs> and now like she's won and they got you kind of have to like figure out how to work backwards from this. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Um, yeah. Uh, next up on the card, we had the Riot Squad, the the six the six woman uh, tag match Riot Squad uh, versus Sasha Bailey Natty. I mean, it was just another feel good match that I had a really fierce match. Um, it's just a, something. It was just very aggressive to me, and I liked it. I liked it. I liked that Bailey draped herself over Sasha, so you know they wouldn't kill Sasha. <laughs> I liked, uh, even though like apparently like Sasha Bailey and Natalia were like kicking out of finishers like crazy, um, but I thought it was a very fierce match. And you know, we, I think we all picked Sasha Bailey Natalia, except maybe Alexis. But, <laughs> I think Alexis said Rise Squad. Yeah, but she picked a she picked a bigger winner um, in the next match. Yeah, but yeah, it's a listen. It was a good it was a good six man six woman tag team match. Uh, then next up, you had the NXT Women's Title match between uh, Kyrie Sane. This this one shocked me, even though I you know like said called it. It shocked me. Um, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. I, it didn't shock me because of the win. It shocked me how they did it. I didn't think they were going to do that. I, it was a very takeover esque match. Also, they let them get their shit off. I think. Uh, if it wasn't for Charlotte Becky, this sport probably would have been my women's match of the year. Yeah, I, you know what? You probably would have been right because I really enjoyed this match. Um, it feels like they're getting into the groove of working with one another so many times. Um, this was really, really good. And I like the fact that it um, it took an extra turn. Yeah. With, um, oh, God, what are their names? Oh, uh, Marina Shafir and uh, Jessamyn Duke. Yeah. Came out. Mm-hmm. Getting involved in the match. And now you have like a little, you know, on NXT, you have a you have a sort of a female faction, which is something that we usually don't. We haven't gotten NXT in a long time since pretty much. Was it the beautiful people or the beautiful girls or the, the besties? I think um, it was it was it was Summer, Charlotte and Sasha. Yeah, the, the BFFs are besties. Yeah, I think BFF. it was the besties. I think it was So, you know, I think it's and then you listen. And it's Shayna Baszler, by the way. And she has two other tough chicks with her. So you kind of, you know, it's a it's an interesting development. I'm interested in how they follow up from here. I don't think they follow up on this set of NXT tapings. Oh, no. Well, they don't have to. You just you just uh, do some backstage stuff. I think they already shot the backstage stuff. I think probably the rematch. Yeah, I think they're going to do the rematch in, in Los Angeles. Um, I would not be surprised if Kyrie got it back in Los Angeles. I think they wanted a title change on the show, though, because there wasn't going to be one. Uh, like you, Yeah, you needed to do a title change just, just to, to hype up the, the, the actual show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a listen, I think if that's the case, someone's got to even the odds for Kyrie saying. 
I, I think she's got a couple friends in mind. I think uh, me and Yim tweeted out, um, tweeted out uh, support, and so did EO, who is her best friend. So I think we we could be seeing that. I mean, that looks that looks great for the NXT moving forward. Absolutely. Um, uh, after that, we had Charlotte and Becky. We we've already espoused our love of this match. Um, it was so brutal. I felt bad for Charlotte that final spot. Yeah, because. It's clearly like some the table, and then it's just the floor. And even though the floor is padded, you're hitting the floor hard. And she sold that shit like a motherfucker. I'll tell you that because <laughs> uh, I feel like it actually did hurt. That's a that's a. I've been hurt. That looked like it hurt. It maybe- looked so painful, and she sold. Listen, I said this on Twitter. Like she did not have to. She didn't have to sell and do all the stuff she did for Becky to get her over, but she did. Right. And that was the example. And it's the same thing that I, I'd say that, that Roman did for Finn way back when. Mm-hmm. He, he gave, she gave Becky a lot in order to get her over and, and to basically pass the torch. And I really, you got to come in Charlotte for that. She, she didn't have to do a lot of that stuff. I also think, I also think Charlotte showed a lot in that match as well. Yeah. I think. Um, in, in in the sense of being able to possibly win some fans over, it didn't seem like she would stay down. And she didn't stay down because she just was too... It, it played into the story of just like, I, you've done this to me. You've tortured me for too long. I can't, I'm not staying down. And even in the final moments, she tried her best to get up, as, as she, but she just couldn't. She just crumbled back to the ground. It, it, it was a strong last person standing match, last woman standing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a strong effort by both women. Um, I just love like the sh- I love the shit talk. I agree, and you know what? If there is a way to blow off a feud, this is the best blow off for a feud I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and um, she lived up to the expectations of it all. It felt final. It it, it was amazing. Um, I I think that when you you know think of great women's matches, I think you put that up there. To me, it's second to Sasha Bailey. A lot of people are putting it over. I, I don't think it, it quite goes over um, just because of just the landmarkness of that match mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. But this is definitely probably my second favorite women's match of all time. I like it. I really like it a lot. I don't know if it's my second of all time, but it's definitely like probably in the top three. Like it's really, really good. Um, I think my second would actually be another Charlotte match. Oh, maybe. Is it Charlotte Oscar? Might be Charlotte Oscar. You know what? I could tell Charlotte was in the game from the opening moments of the match because yeah. when she's really in it, she's like, you can tell it's like a sprint. Like she's she. You could tell from her body language that she's actually in the match. She's not really like sort of walking around and doing anything like that. But yeah, I mean, she was in it. She was in it. Uh, then the the main event. I mean, less said about it, the better. I mean, it was it was solid. I think I think Nikki showed a lot. It, you could tell it was very practiced. Yeah, uh, which which is completely fine. I have nothing wrong nothing wrong with that. But it was it was like they've been together. Better been practice. <laughs> it's, it's you know, yeah, I mean, there's much, not much to say about. It. Like, I don't think that like a lot of Ronda main events are like really super good, or, or a lot of her title matches have been really good. It depends on who she's with. But yeah, I would say you're right because I don't think she's been with the right opponent as of yet. She has yet to, you know, go up against any of the four horsewomen and not to say like they're better than, you know, everybody else in a sense. But they have a, when you get against those girls, it's like a higher quality. It's like it's it's a lot more stakes put into that match that she hasn't come across yet. She's really just been facing Alicia Fox and Nia Jax and, you know, Nikki Bella and, you know, no shake to them. But it, it, I don't think she's faced very true actual competition that'll give her a run for her money as of yet. Or we'll give her like a really super solid match. I think Becky's going to be the test, but like Becky's definitely going to be the, the litmus test for her where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now you got to face, you know, the most popular. And listen, I'm saying it right now. They're going to boo Ronda out the building in LA. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they're going to boo Ronda in LA. I, think I don't will. think they're gonna boo Becky either. I don't think they're gonna boo Ronda in LA. I don't know. I don't know. You know the LA people more than I do. What is, what's the feeling on Becky? <laughs> it's a. I, I. They're a smart crowd. You gotta. You gotta remember. There's gonna be fly-ins too. This is true. It's gonna be fly-ins. Like it's not gonna be just a whole LA LA crowd. Like, it's it's gonna be a bunch of people that that fly into that to that show. So I I think if she's if it'll be mixed. If anything, 
it it depends on how this feud and there and it's really only two weeks left for them to put this feud together and this is the first match announced um the becky and ronda match which i like i like that it was the first match announced for some for survivor series um but yeah i don't know i don't know i don't think they're gonna boo her i do i i would be, I'd be ready <laughs> be ready for that be ready for that uh, and, that, and that was evolution, which I thought was like a, I gave the card like an eight, eight out of ten. Honestly, really, yeah. really good card. One of one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite um, WWE cards of the year. Honestly, yeah, I, I would say so as well. I would say so as well. I hope if they do it next year, I hope they do it better. Oh, for sure, they they will. But from what we got, yeah, from what we got this year, oh shit! If they improve on this, it could be one of the one of the best pay per views of all time. Yeah, and honestly, and, and and also get out the get out the Nassau Coliseum. My God, yeah, please. that shit looked it looked very uh, <laughs> it looked iffy. It looked real iffy. Turn the lights on. Come on, turn the lights on. They didn't use the real barricades. None of that stuff. I was, I was surprised the announced table wasn't just a folding table. Like I was like, all right, come on. They had them out there looking sad. They went outside. <laughs> uh, I'll admit, they had them looking sad. Uh, let's get it. Let's quickly get into the shows this week. Um, Raw was. I didn't enjoy it. No, I tuned out of Raw. I tuned out of Raw. Listen, um, a great opening package for Roman Reigns. I don't know if you saw it on the on your on your watch of Raw, but they had like a three minute to four minute opening package on just Roman Reigns. Which yeah, I, I saw it. Um but other than that, man, like let's see. I mean, I'm looking at the raw clips now. We had Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Boring. Um, and they were they, supposed to be the, and I had faith in them to not do that, like to not bore me. But it, I think, it let's give them time. I think another match will do. I think this is just the setting. You know, I think because they're anticipating they're going to have more matches, mm-hmm. that they didn't put everything on the line in this match. Whereas I think probably in, it feels like a Seth Rollins, they would have you would have just thrown everything to the wall. It doesn't even matter. We had we had uh, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar making a rare appearance on Raw post <laughs> post Universal Championship loss. It was for the bag. I mean, it had to be for the bag. They had to carry <laughs> with the way the Raw went down last week. It had to be for the bag. But um, we had a Braun Strowman versus uh, Brock Lesnar confrontation, and Brock Lesnar got the best of it. And you know he's going to Saudi Arabia, and and that's just kind of what we we're going to see. Um, we had an amazing, to me, the highlight of Raw was this ten woman tag team match. Yeah, it, it was really, it was my, it was probably the most enjoyment I got out of this. Well, the Seth promo and that were probably the most enjoyment I, I got out of the show this week. To me, that ten woman tag team match. When you add, first of all, I love all tag team ten person tag team matches. Low key favorite. It's very, I'm a very particular person. This is one of the particulars. Um, ten woman tag team match. Lita Trish. Sasha Bailey and Natalia versus the Riot Squad and Mickey and Alicia Fox with Alexa Bliss in the corner. I yeah. just thought it was fantastic. It's something that you sent people home, even if it's not even sent people home. You just left people with a great, you know, taste in their mouth concerning the entire evolution thing. Um, evolution was last night. It was historic. It was memorable. You bring them back the next night. You make the crowd even happier. It just, you know, I thought it was amazing. I thought it meant a lot to Sasha and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, via as I learned via social media, um, this and, like, and it was a good send off to Trish and Lita to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm sure they didn't anticipate working the next day. <laughs> 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 we were like, all right, I guess I. Yeah. I'm sure Mark Carano was like, oh, yo, don't put that gear in the watch just yet. Um, but yeah, it, that was something. Um, uh, I listen. Not a lot going on. I thought this yeah, house Lucha, party. Lucha house party getting called up was cool. Uh, they beat their revival. <laughs> we just can't get a break. Just can't. Uh, They'll get a break eventually. Give them like two years. Um, <laughs> am I am I wrong to think that? And then you had the Seth promo, which was really good. I think you should keep Dean from talking for as long as possible. So they're they're doing that correctly. Um, I agree. I think the stench of the stench of Crown Jewel kind of kind of fucks with fuck with raw i i just i'm i'm not feeling okay with um just the, the crown jewel stuff like i'm just ready for the show to be over 
Yeah, I think that's what everyone is. Everyone's really ready to gear up for the the next because this this show is it's it's canon, but it's really not. Like these yeah. shows have proved to be like glorified house shows that they spent hours promoting on WWE television, and that none of the results have been anything really anything noteworthy. Um, and pretty much the only noteworthy match is going to be this Braun Brock match because of how it you know. Uh, the implications it has on actual Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise than that, yeah, it's been it's been holding up. It's been sandbagging the show. I mean, we can't even get, you know, this Ember Moon and Nia Jax program that they got going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> I saw Tamina. I was like, what is going on? Where is this leading? Are we are we in a are we in the midst of a Tamina push right now? Um I, and a, I don't and I don't like making Ember lose to 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 hype that up. I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, I thought she had a lot of momentum and they killed it on Raw. Um, there's some tag team stuff with Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. It's, and it's, that, that's that and that hasn't been interesting in months. Like Raw just isn't an interesting show. Elias and Jinder Mahal. Elias is face now, so he's wrestling face style. Um, that was a thing and. Yo, the show closed. The final match, Apollo Cruz versus Dolph Ziggler. Before we got into, and and that's when I was like, when they introduced DX and Brothers of Destructions up next, I was like, that's what's closing the show. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? Yeah, I'm <laughs> not cool with it. I'm not cool. Like, just get it over with. I'm ready. I'm so excited for Survivor Series build, and I know that it's like two weeks, and people are like, oh, it's only got two weeks. Survivor Series doesn't need. Multiple it's the all star game. You yeah. don't even need to build up to the all star game. It's Raw versus SmackDown, and then you have a couple matches outside of that. And that's all it's, you need to know. It's it's good enough. Trust me. It's going to be a long ass show anyway. Yeah. Um, the weekend is going to be great with NXT Takeover. It's going to be great. But as far as everything leading up to Crown Jewel on Monday Night Raw, I'm not with it. Turn that down. Come on. Turn, turn it all the way down. SmackDown, on the other hand, really interesting show. Uh, we had seen. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled with SmackDown this week. Uh, that, that, hold on, hold on. It was an interesting show <laughs> because we heard rumors that uh, that Brian wasn't going to be on the show on, on a Crown Jewel. So Crown we Jewel? had we had to wait. Uh, that. <laughs> yeah, we had we had to wait and and see if he was going to show up and who was going to replace him. And of course, they gave away Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for free on television. Um, what did you think of the match? I thought the match was a really great four-star TV match that I think they could have went a couple minutes longer, and it, I probably would have given it four and a half, five stars. I um, think if it was on pay-per-view. You know, I think there's pros and cons to this. I think the fact that it was on TV, um, especially had AJ Styles' hometown, it added a lot to the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think – but the fact that it wasn't on a major pay-per-view – and you have these commercial breaks that are in the middle of it. It kind of takes away from the intensity and the momentum of the actual match itself. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably go. I'll probably I'll go four stars on this match. Um, it was weird to see Daniel Bryan tap out. That's <laughs> and and I hated that because it's like okay, so it's done. <laughs> yeah, I was like, then what was that about? <laughs> like I thought some something screwy would happen, but then you have Joe come out afterwards. But you had to have you had to take Bryan out of contention. So I get it. He had to come out of contention, Mills. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I don't know what we'll get in December. There's no signs of December, but we're looking for we're looking towards um Survivor series right now. That's why you have you have um that is why you have Brian or, or AJ lose in Saudi. Give it to Joe, it shakes things up, it gives AJ a chase, gives Brian a chase, and you give you put him in a three way. Yeah, but then I also don't want to see Joe versus Braun. But I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I think man. it'll be a great five-minute match that will <laughs> make way. It'll be a sweaty match. I know that it's going to be two hoss matches for those those <laughs> those big title matches. It it would be something. Um, but AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan have been about you know on, in terms of the actual SmackDown telecast, the entire segment program, all that went about 40, 45 minutes. And I'm gonna be honest with you. After that, I kind of tuned out of SmackDown. Uh, I was, it, it, it was easy to um they it was a, a lot of weird crown jewel stuff uh that, that they could they couldn't really promote anything because of crown jewel like they kind of lazily announced nakamura and rollins 
for a Survivor Series, which is happening. Yeah. I've confirmed somebody it yeah. is happening. They haven't confirmed on the website yet, but apparently it is happening. It, it is happening. They they just, just a match to promote. I'm I'm with that. I mean, if Nakamura puts his working boots on, yeah. Oh, it's it's Seth. He's got to, or, or else Seth is gonna. <laughs> Seth's gonna run all over him. Um, <clears throat> the new days, the brood thing was pretty cool. I thought, but I I don't think he got a pop in at, Atlanta oh, because I'm proud. What do you, how do you why do you think it felt? I felt like. In my opinion, I was like, yo, I don't think people remember the brood. It's too obscure now. I think people remember Edge and Christian yeah. over that. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, but they had that trick-or-treat street fight. I was waiting for that. Um, um, we had uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus R-Truth for the United States Championship. Was Whatever. It championship? No, it wasn't. No? Okay. No. It was initially supposed to be Ty Dillinger versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I He's really legit hurt. Ty Dillinger literally only gets matches via Twitter. Like he has, <laughs> he has to like poke somebody on Twitter to get a match. It's the craziest shit ever. Like my man, they don't remember he works there. They don't. Like it's 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 actually very wild. Hey, uh, uh, hashtag y'all wanting him on the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, th- this was probably a way more enjoyable match. Our um, truth is really you know you can put arguments in anything. Hey, we've, At seen any this match. we've seen this match like a hundred bajillion times. Yeah. Uh, it was again, eh. <laughs> you're, you're right. Like after that AJ Bryan match, I was like, I kind of tuned out. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird show when you have crown jewel coming up and you got to promote this show that they won't even say where it is. <laughs> they won't. They literally won't. Um, and then you had Becky Lynch's uh, promo, which, which kind of was the main event. I, I skipped out on that tag match. I'm good on that. Um, oh, that tag match was the most SmackDowniest of main events of all time. Absolutely, uh, for a tag team main. Event. <laughs> it, it's the get it's the get Ray warmed up ma- uh, uh, tag matches, and I'm I'm cool with that. And then you had, uh, I mean, obviously you, you had Becky promoting the the Ronda match. I love Becky's promo here. I think it firmly Ronda alive on the promo. Yeah, I it firm, but it, but this promo also firmly entrenched Becky as a face. And I think people were confused, but here you go. She's a face. Right. And I think, honestly, I think she should show up on Raw on Monday and smack up Ronda Rousey right to her grill. Just straight, just straight slap her? Slap the shit out of her. <laughs> I think literally, that's what she should do. That's some badass shit. She's the man. Uh, I want to bet Becky Lynch, I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is was there was there is there anything else? I, th- I think it's just the let's just get let's get um let's get Crown Jewel out the way and let's let's be excited about yeah. WWE again. Yeah, let's do that. Let's oh they put the NXT the YouTube they put the where the, everyone oh the trick or treat thing. Say that one more time. They they, they put the uh, the 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 Halloween trick or treat. Uh, Tag team matches up there, or the battle royal. Royal royal. Yeah, they put up. Listen, this guy you see, um, and Drake Mavericks Robin. Um, (laughs) they've got the mummy. Oh my god, every yeah, they've got it. Entire thing, it's some sort of video package dedicated to it. So, if you're on the WWE YouTube, you can find that there. I thought that was hilarious over the weekend. Um, any other news? Uh, let's see. One thing I will say, I need anyone who has WWE 2K19 to follow me on PSN, PS4 only, at Johnny5Fam. We're trying to start a league. Ooh. We're trying to start a league. We're trying to, we're trying to do league. this global. Yes. I, I, I need people to get on 2K19. Don't be afraid of me or Mark or Cyrus. Because don't our, be afraid of Cyrus. Don't be afraid of Cyrus. Or you know, I know that we're we're goats at the game, but you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to. You don't have to be afraid. Join 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 the two K nineteen league. We're trying to we're trying to get it off the ground and do something really big with it. I've been one. Uh, you know, everyone's been like, "Oh, I'm going to get on. Get on the fucking game. <laughs> let's play. Come on. Come on, let's go. Let's get it work. Come on. Oh, Renee Young is going to be a crown jewel. That was something. Uh, I, I like I did like that. I did forget to say I did forget this to say that, but I, it's it's good progress. Um, I know a lot of people are like, 
but why they're trying to cover it up? I'm like, no, they're not trying to cover it up. I'm pretty sure they asked because I mean, with these things, yeah. you, have, you have to ask in advance. And I'm pretty sure they asked for her to be um, on the show in some capacity and they, and they allowed it to happen. So good for her. I think that's progress for her. Well, first, she's going to be the only girl <laughs> flying <laughs> with she's, everybody else. She's going to be the first too. So, I mean, that's even bigger. That's even big, man. Come on. Um, yeah, I'm ready for Survivor Series. I'm ready yeah. for this league too. This league sounds fun. That's I'm I'm let's promote this league, bro. I'm ready for this league to start up. Um, but yeah, like, I think that's I, I want to do something special for Survivor Series. What do you What do you think we should do? Hmm. Ask me on the spot. All right. What were you thinking? Um, I want to put. I want to do like put together the the best Survivor Series five one five of all time. And I want to have your five and I want to pick my five and it has to be, it has to be, I want to put a year, like a year limit on it, but we can't reuse the same guys. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. So it's a draft. Yeah. Essentially. It's a draft. All right. You know what? I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's set this up. Uh, Actually, let's get a guest. Let's get a guest. Let's get a guest to do that. You know what? I I, I got a homie. His name is Mega Ran. Okay. And I think that he. I, I think people know who he is. I think he'd be down to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Mega Ran and see if he wants to get on the show and do that. Mega Ran, and let's get Emilio Sparks from uh, Russell Rap to do it. All right. Let's uh, let's get it done. Let's get it. Let's. <laughs> it's fun. All right. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. It's going to be a great fucking, it's going to be a great fucking episode. Let's do that for November. And uh, yeah. So for anyone out there, I know it's uh, the 31st when we're recording this, have a safe Halloween. Yeah. Um, Please be safe. Please do everything safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which is absolutely nothing. I'm not doing anything tonight. So single thing, man. Come on. (laughs) I am not doing a thingity thing. So uh, yeah, let's just, you know, keep it safe, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening to the A show. Uh, until next week, I am Justin for Meals. Uh, until next time, see you later. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs>